Hi everyone, this is Josh the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the half-elf bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn podcast, and I'm playing Valorax, the dragonborn fighter. Welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D. Um, we're unbeknownst to all of our listeners, we're now playing with Roll20. So Josh has done some drawing, and that might figure into things. Now... How's everyone been, by the way? I didn't ask. Good! Tired? Right. Fine, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, I feel very much the same. Excited to be playing Dungeons & Dragons with you fine folk. Thank you. And I definitely feel that too. Um, excellent. So, last week, Gary was cured of his insanity... At least the insanity connected to the book. His personality quirks are probably way too in place now. Um, and you guys had a pretty easy track to wherever you want to go. I assume you want to go back to town? That would... Yes. I mean... So... I we beat all the dudes and we're not in the town anymore. So there's not... Is there any... Are there any bodies or anything to loot around before we head um, out? There are not because you settled everything diplomatically, which was both oh, yeah, amazing, right. <laughs> impressive, and actually caused Josh to go and ask another couple of DMs, would Charm Person actually work on Orcs? To which they said yes, for the same reasons I said, which is they're, 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 enough, they're close enough to human that they'd count as people. So Glad to know that I didn't cheat again, and to, unintentionally. No, 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 no. Glad to know Josh didn't stuff it up again. That's what I'm happy about. That's where my happy comes from. So, anyways, so well, I think. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, I think our, I think our goal was uh, we left the lazy duck, mm -hmm. to go and cure Gary, and so now we've done that, and we have to get, we have a party to get back do. to. Do, you, how many days do we have left on that? We have until that party. You guys have a decent amount of time. Like you can you can very very easily, take a bit of time if you want to. You don't have to, but you you could. Um, sorry guys, I'm just going to move your little people around. Can you all just get into a group in the center? Thanks. Just going to make it easy for me to move you guys when I need to. Thank you all. Um, so you guys have a very easy trip back to town with the slaves that you freed. When you get back, the town is, it is very similar to when you guys came back with the other prisoners that you rescued in the first thing that we ever did. Um, there is a general rejoicing, there is a general jumping up and down, you guys are held on shoulders, hats are thrown in the air, all kinds of wonderful wonderfulness. Um, you guys are sent on your way with, with huge pats on the back and, and general thanks of the populace. Um, the trip back to Baudelaire is wonderfully boring. Um, it's a few days, well, a couple of days, as I said, sorry, but I mean... The good news is no one catches dysentery. The oxen are fine. You don't need to cork the wagon to get it over the river. It's, no, that's it's my favorite <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit in um, Let's Drown Out. That was my favorite thing. Um, it is absolutely fine. And you guys get back to uh, the town of Baudelaire with 
nothing interesting at all happening. Yay! Cool. As you get back to the Lazy Duck, um, you enter and you see Hucklup, as always, polishing a glass. That That's kind of Hucklup's thing. I mean, he's he's a stickler for cleanliness. And he, he sees you guys coming and goes, Oh, hey! Um, and, and he tries to, like, point at Gary and go, like, you know, like a bit of a whisper, like, How is he? Is he alright now? Geez, I guess you're just going to have to find out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our mission was successful. So he's still a smart house, is he? I mean, no more so than he was before, but yes. Right. Well, better be a smart house than a dumb arse. Oh, I have a friend here for you. Um, oh, friends. Yeah. I love friends. You've got a friend. That's Everyone needs at least one friend, Gary. Um, Isn't that what these three assholes are for? <laughs> well, now with talk like that, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminding everyone, in Australia, profanities are how we tell someone we like them. Ethan, don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't. I know what you're thinking. Just don't. Um, anyways... Josh has lost the plot. All right, I'm back. We had a friend. Yes, you a friend. Had a friend. Yes, um, Zephrinius. Oh, he hey, st- we know him. Comes down from the stairs. He's, I mean, you guys got back fairly, like, kind of mid-morning, and, and he's really just come down. When you see him coming down the stairs, he looks haggard. Like, kind of keeping on his feet but clearly not sleeping or eating very well at all. When he sees you in this room, like, you can just see just he just relaxes. Like, thank God you're here. Thank God you're all right. Please, my friends. Hey, Zeph, how's it going? Well... Oh, crap, the Civil War. Wasn't there a Civil War going on? Yes. Yeah, we have not done anything on that. It's not going well. (laughs) Sit down, my friends. Uh, Huckle up. If breakfast, if you would. Hucklop is very quickly, you know, dishing out breakfast. There's eggs, toast, a bit of bacon. For Gary, he he gives him porridge and a nice glass of milk and a little pot of hot water for his tea. I'll eat eggs on toast. Yeah, I know, but he he thought you might as well want some porridge, you know. He he thinks you need fattening up. Well, that's his opinion. There you go. (laughs) Excellent. So, Zephrinius is looking at each of you, and he says... I understand that Baron Laragai has invited you to a party in a few nights. This is good news. He reaches out of his, one of the pouches that he has at his side and says, the item I need for you to secure is, this may be dangerous. So if any of you wish to pull out now, I understand. I leave the table. Bye. Bye. <laughs> then I walked back. I just kidding. I mean, after we've done all this, it does seem a bit odd that you would even suggest that we would want to abandon ship at this point. We have sent others, more known agents, to retrieve this item for us, and none of them have returned. So I warn you, friends, this may be dangerous. 
I mean, this is at least the eighth time this month that somebody has said, no one's ever returned when they've gone to X location, and somehow we keep coming back. Yeah, it's true. Just that good. (laughs) He unrolls the piece of parchment that he has, and on it, what you see is, it looks like a large black diamond. The color itself is kind of mottled with gray, and he says, this is only an approximation. This is the item we need. It came to our attention that the Baron had one of these when one of our agents detected. Unfortunately, she was taken from us. It'll be hidden somewhere in his house. I am completely unsure where. However, it is what we need to finish this incursion. How do you know it's in his house? The agent would not have lied. Her last communication was, I think I know where the item is. I know that they have it. I will retrieve it. And she was never heard of from again. And how long ago was that? It was at least two months. Um, There's no way they could have moved it in two months. (laughs) My friends... This is the best information I have. And all right. Well, what is what does it do? What? Why is it so important? It it will allow me to close the door, so to speak. You have all noticed that there are things coming through from other planes. I look at Gary. Yes. Hi. Hey, Aiden. <laughs> no, oh, he's native. Oh, but there okay. are powers pushing against this world, stri- striving to get in. This gem will allow me to access that area and to close it. Okay. Is there any danger to us if we handle it or is there anything we should be we should watch out he for? hands you a little bag and says remember to actually use this one okay if you touch it it won't most likely it won't hurt you but you know better to be safe than sorry all right cool i give you the rest of the day for yourselves i understand you have about four or five maybe six or seven it's like someone lost track of time but knows you has a you have a lot of days left until the party. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I was keeping I, track for up to a certain point and then once we <laughs> went to the river. Time, time just gets away from you. <laughs> it does. I have a couple of questions. Of course. Sure. Who are you? I am Well, that is a good question. Who are any of us, my friend? I am Zephrinius. Head of the Church of Tornyak. Hakalup has told me about your services, Val. I will see that you are well recompensed. Uh, Yeah, that's the other question. I've been along in this little ragtag adventure, and I haven't seen Dime One, so... I understand. Uh, Things break, people need to eat, etc., etc. Of course, of course. Um... He, he clicks and Hucklop brings over a small, well, I'd say a small chest. It's, it's more kind of like a bag. Um, he 
And, and you got to remember, Zephrinius is kind of tired, but you can still see, but he, he still lifts heavy things from time to time. He pulls out a breastplate and says, this is for you, my friend. Your upcoming event, you may find this useful. You could wear this under your clothes and not be encumbered. So he, he's essentially given you a very well-made breastplate. It's, it's thin, but you can tell the metal that it's made out of is very, very high quality and quite strong. And you would be able to wear it, say, under ordinary clothes. And people just might think you look a bit bulky, but they wouldn't necessarily know that you're wearing armor. Um, and of course. Okay. And he hands you a large bag of gold. No man should be expected to fight with no reward. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, so you've been given a breastplate, which is concealable, and 200 pieces of gold. Yeah. Val also brings you... Uh, sorry, not Val. Huckle up. Meh. He also brings you another stout and a roast beef sandwich. He knows what you're about. Cool. You guys have got whatever time you have left between now and the party. What would you like to do? I know we ordered some clothes. You did. Should probably pick up those. Yep. Okay. I wanted to go see a blacksmith. Very good. Gary? Uh, I got nothing better to do, so I'm just going to start doing push-ups. People are very impressed with the amount of push-ups you can do, but they do wonder why you're doing it in the public room of the uh, of the tavern. Um, Amethysia? No, I just had breakfast. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Amethysia? Uh, I am going to talk to Huckle up to see if I can convince him to give me a couple of bottles of the wine from the barrel that we brought back earlier for my safekeeping. Okay, G give me a persuasion. Okay. And he's going to make a, a wisdom roll. Whoa, 3D dice. Ooh. Oh, come on! Now it's even more painful. <laughs> it like almost hit twenty. It like hovered on the twenty and then kicked I over know. the fourteen. It's so much better. First, you roll twenty dice bot. I hate you too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. I'm just like I was like, oh come on, my first one twenty. That'd be amazing. But whatever. You, you rolled a fourteen plus your charisma bonus plus proficiency because I know you're so quite persuasive. And he rolled yeah. a six. So <laughs> look, we've already covered that huckle up something of enabler. So he's like, yeah, of course, you know. Looks at you, gives a wink, taps his nose, and uh, he kind of just wanders back and puts a couple of bottles on the table, gives you the two finger guns. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, cloak that I bought earlier in our adventure and kind of gently wrap it around both bottles and just pack them away in my bag. Because I figure, good. in theory... We're going to a party. It might not be bad to have some good alcohol with us. So, excellent. He did have the he did have the rest of it all taken care of and all like decanted properly and sent along. So there's going to be some very good wine at this party, even if you don't take the two bottles with you. So you'll be okay. 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 So well, then if I don't need them at the party, then I got them for later. You've got them for the other party. Yeah. The amethysius. Yeah, exactly. So um. Amethysia, are you going to go with Aiden to pick up the clothes? Um, 
Oh, I think I'm actually... I'm going to follow Val over to the blacksmith just to kind of tag along. Excellent. And Val, you are going to have to get some clothes as well at some point. He was with <laughs> us when we went to the... Yes, but he didn't Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. But he didn't get yeah. anything. Okay. So I'll, I'll do this um, the easy way, which for me is to say, Aiden, you head along to the shop. Do you remember the name of the uh, tailors? Uh, needle thing. It was why so serious? Because uh, oh, I thought it was needle things. Was that an earlier? <laughs> no, that was the that was the first. That was one, the yeah. other one. That was just yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you guys cottoned on. No. Yep. Sorry, that's bad. So, Aiden, you walk into the store, and the lady behind the counter is like, "Darling, they're ready." So oh, she she shows you your outfit as requested. It's a beautiful like brown and green kind of thing. I mean, you, it it is just a, a stunning kind of tunic and and pants kind of outfit arrangement. Um, it, it looks as if you would be Lord of the Forest. And she shows you goes look, isn't it good? Why well, am? It's good. And and you guys had already yeah, paid, it'll, it'll so do. I know you. She doesn't have to worry about that, but she, she makes the effort of like folding each one, putting it in a little package, tying it up with string, maybe like sprinkling some flower petals in there. It, it's very much um, the scene okay. from Love Actually, where Rowan Atkinson is just like continuously like wrapping the present. So. <laughs> just, just one more flourish. Just, just one more flourish. Just one more. <laughs> and she leaves each of them with like a different flower on each of them, like for the... To kind of match the main color of the person who's going to be wearing it. Yeah. All right. Customer service. Thank you. We take it seriously. We take it so seriously. Ah. Yeah. Easily done. Uh, Amethysia and Val. All right. I also um, just imagine Aiden just kind of like skipping home carrying the clothes. So I want to find the allegedly the best bladesmith here in town. Hucklop is able to direct you to a fellow. Um, Josh can't think of a funny blacksmith name, even though he's probably had two weeks to think of one. But, sorry. Um, you come upon the blacksmith and he is just a, a rangy looking human being. I mean, if you had to... I mean, he, he's quite thin, quite lean, but... He's also got, like, a long beard that's grey. It's been worked into a braid and kind of tucked into his shirt so it doesn't catch on the hammer. He, he gives you a nod as you and Amethysia approach. Hello? My good sir, I have a shopping oh. list. All right, then. Um, I am in need of the following things. A pair of hand axes. All right. One dagger. Okay. And... One or two push daggers, if you have them. I think I can arrange something. So, Josh is now going to have to actually look up the price of all those things. Thank you. Uh, you don't have to. You don't? One second. Okay. <laughs> I've been planning this for some time. <laughs> <laughs> there's the prices, there's what I'm going to sell, and that's how much I will owe. Okay. If I buy another push dagger, it's another two gold. Okay, I will I will trust your math. That's okay. 
So um, he says, well, um, when do you need these done? I mean, I've got look, the, party. The, the hand axe, the dagger, not a problem. I've got that good to go. Do you need a matching set? Are we talking like a, a matched pair? What, what are we looking at here? Of course. Wonderful. I gotcha. I would like a matched pair, and I am willing to assist in the labor if it would make it go faster. <laughs> Crystal, I love the name. Please read it out. Uh, okay, so the name of the blacksmith's shop is going to be Professional Forgeries. Our signature style. Um, so <laughs> yeah, he reaches right. behind the counter and he pulls up two hand axes. They are just... Look, they're not magical. They're not remarkable, but they're remarkable in their craft. They are just good hand axes. Good, solid, proper workmanship. The dagger, he, he shows you a range of daggers. Like a good-looking stiletto, heavy square blade... What are we talking here? Well, if we wanted to broaden into the range of knives, uh, a Viking sax style blade would be more of my style. That makes sense. Okay, are we looking at, you know, staghorn handle? Are we looking at, like, maybe a black leather, brown leather? What, what, what What's going to suit this? Uh, just a simple dark wood would be fine. Not a problem. We've got something exactly for you. So he's able to... He's got a dagger pretty well ready to go. Um, it matches... I mean, it's not exactly in the style and the and the colouring that you're after, but it, it matches it pretty closely. Yeah, while we're talking, I'm pulling out my file set for my blacksmithing kit, and I'm file testing all these blades. I'm checking the quality. You know, I'm making sure he knows that I know the yeah. trade as well. He, he's so. got his arms crossed. He's looking you over like, yeah, go for it. Now, push daggers. Right. Those I don't have. Look, it's not a busy time. You give me a couple of hours, and, and he gets a tape measure and measures your hand and goes, "Look, how big a how big a dagger we're we looking here? You know, where are you oh, wanting to hide this?" Uh, boots or forearms, so four to six inches. That's the range. Not a problem. So he he quickly sketches something up that's in a very similar style to the dagger because his idea is, you know, look, you, you keep all your accessories consistent. Um, and yeah, he's like, but two hours, no problems. I'll have that knocked out. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm good at what I do, man. And he looks at Amethysia and what can I do for you? Oh, I'm just tagging along. I, uh, don't necessarily have anything specific that I need today. Uh, do you have anything unique or interesting laying around? Uh, not really. I'll be honest. The push daggers, that's the most interesting request I've had for a long time. Amethysia, you can, however, see over his shoulder the fires of the forge, and you can see the coals burning among the flames. Ah, oh, and it does make me happy. I guess. I just figured out why you wanted to tag along with Val to the place where the fire was. <laughs> I mean... Amethysia does like to pretend she's fancy sometimes, but truthfully, the the dressing up and the fancy parties, she'll she can make her way and she'll fake through it real well. But she's she's a little more homely than I think she. She she's likes been on to. the road with these guys for a while, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So, Is there, oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, I was just going to ask Amethysia. So, what's your story? Well, what do you? What exactly would you like to know? 
I know why I got into adventuring. What got you into adventuring? I mean, a lack of anything else to do, I suppose. Uh, I used to perform uh, with my troupe. My parents, I kind of grew into it with them. Uh, And then they all died. And I figured, why be alone when I could come find some other people to hang out with? And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't talk about it a lot, but it is what it is. I am sorry to bring up such a dreadful topic. Eh, I mean, you know, that's the way things go. I, uh, I feel like what happened was my fault and I've had to live with that. And I've been trying to do good works since then to make up for it. Although, I will admit that my cynicism sometimes gets the better of me. Eh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being cynical when you're on the road adventuring. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. That is true. Now, Well, thanks for coming along. No problem. It sounded more interesting than picking up clothes. Yeah, about that. Suppose I should go get something. I mean, while the, the the fires of a blacksmith's forge are a little more interesting than a uh, the fireplace at a mansion, so to speak, uh, I guess we do need to put on airs for the festivities. Something like that. Um, not a fan of not a fan of wealthy people especially when they haven't really earned that money it was just handed to him by birthright just yeah not my not keen on it i suppose these uh bottles of wine and i kind of pat my bag uh you know obviously there'll be alcohol at the party but if we need to sneak away into a uh a more secluded area we could grab the others and you know have a little fun of our own so to speak and then you know, get 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 on with whatever we need to get accomplished and get out of there before everyone else is becomes too tiresome. Well, we'll enjoy ourselves. And you know, my plan was before I got paid today was to loot the place, but yeah, <laughs> I guess I can I can stave off my baser needs for now. I mean, I'll admit I I do enjoy a good looting, but this house feels like Perhaps not the wisest of targets, so I'm glad that you got paid as well. <laughs> I, I like the Look, fact that, Amethyse, you have an actual loot. <laughs> I do have an actual loot. <laughs> well, worst comes to worst, we burn the place down and flee. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm truthfully always up for that, so. Yes, I like that MO. It's a, it's a good backup plan. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyway. let's go see if we can meet up with Aiden and get you some clothes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It is not the longest of walks to Why So Serious. Um, when you two walk Actually, in... Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. I had a thought about tailors. Um, mm-hmm. If there was a tailor in town who could also make goods, but was more of the seedy or nefarious bend, i.e. someone who's good at pockets, uh, costumes, you know, looking like someone you really aren't. Is there someone in town like that? Uh, I assume you're probably asking Hucklup. Hucklup says, look, that's why so serious, please. The one thing I like about them. Do you remember your face? 
when you come in. When you leave, they don't know your name, your face, or anything you bought. Alright, so they're, they're okay with some interesting requests. As long as your gold is crossing the bench, they don't care. Absolutely. Then I will go back. Say hi to Daphne for me. Will do. Very good. So I assume, is it just Val heading off to the clothes shop, or is it all of you? Um, I'll stay there. Yeah, I could do something else. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let me hog all the time, because I have ideas, so okay. go do something fun. Cool. Uh, Gary, still doing push-ups, sit-ups, some calisthenics? Yeah, have I got anything better to do? Can we can we get a brief recap of what other buildings exist? I know there was the church that there's we went into earlier. Yep. Uh, there's another pub or bar. And that was the shadier one or the less no, shady No, you guys one? are in the shady one. It's it's the oh, less okay. shady one. We went in there too at one point, right? Uh, I think you did, yeah. You, you just had a couple of questions and I think you asked a couple of questions about um, like wagon drivers going missing. Um, otherwise, I mean, look, there's 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 not a lot happening in this town. Um, I mean, there's general goods and store, like, general store, merchants, that kind of thing, greengrocers, various kinds of, you know, there's, there's book, there's a book binder, there's a, there's a small, um, musical instrument shop, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Musical instrument shop. Um, if I've met, if I've met back up with the group, uh, I have an idea with, that Amy and I could do. You've met back um, up with the group. I'll say you guys Amy. are all at the pub. Okay. All right, Amy. Let's go meet at that other pub, and we'll go. We'll, there'll be something funny. Wait, what? So, let's, if we go to the other pub, I got I got something funny we can do. Okay. I just shrug. So, uh. <laughs> okay, you guys head so, off to the uh, other we pub. We stand out that in, Josh in front of the, the name of right now. Okay. <laughs> and so uh the the two of us are out front of the pub and i just say loudly uh oh hi amethesia where did you get that bottle of excellent of excellent wine that you can't get anywhere else oh you this bottle of wine you know i actually i yes. bought it from the proprietor of the lazy duck right across <sighs> town oh man that. Uh, I bet you that's the only place where you can get such a fine bottle of wine. He actually said he had a lot of bottles of wine of this specific type that you can't get anywhere else. I was very lucky to have encountered this rare libation in this small town of all places. Each of you give me a performance roll. What is that? Uh... Yeah, roll for shill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it just a 20? Yeah, it's just a d20. Uh, let's see. Uh, plus charisma modifier. Yeah. So that's a plus uh, 7. So uh, that'll be a 16 for me. Mm-hmm. And Aiden, do you have... I think it's 17. Excellent. Um, their wisdom roll was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you guys are having your conversation out the front... You, you hear, like, one or two people kind of come out of the door, like, good wine. You see thumbs going up and, and just, like, this small crowd of people just, like, quickly, but, like, it's the 100 meters nonchalant stroll. 
over to the lazy duck? Like, how, how quickly but how casually can they walk? Wait, this is like mid-morning? Yeah. And there's a crowd? Well, it's now, it's now approaching a bit after lunchtime. There's nowhere else to hang out in this town. Everybody's going to be at the pubs. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like getting your day drink on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's called brunch. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> Look, it's after it's it is after twelve. All so right. I mean, these people are—they don't have a problem. They're just thirsty. It's safer than the water. It All is. right. So, so does does it look pretty empty inside that? Uh, that it second looks pump, considerably empty now. Yes. All right. I want to go inside. You go inside. You see a, a delightful village pub. Complete with bartender and fewer drinkers than they were about ten minutes ago. I uh, I walk up to the bartender and I'm like, oh man, it's pretty empty in here now. Yeah, some, uh, I don't know what happened. Know, like, just everyone suddenly got up. I mean, man. <laughs> Maybe I should go talk to I'll that other guy at, at the other end. I mean, I've heard he's got some good wine. Maybe I should ask him where he got it. Oh, you know what? I think I know where he got it. But... Uh, um, you know, but that's the kind of information that you can't just give away to somebody. Mm. <laughs> Go on. He, he slides a, a mug of ale your way. <laughs> well, I mean, I just know, I just happen to know where he got, uh, where, you know, the, the, uh, winery where he got that, that, those bottles of wine from. All right. But, and, um... I mean, would 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 an establishment like this be interested in in the the, the location uh, of that? Possibly. And I, I possibly. like kind of jab uh, Aiden in the ribs with my elbow, just be like and give him give him what? a look like. I, I want my look to convey Huckle Up is our friend, man. Like, but also I'm kind of digging this is, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> but is he though? Like, just kind of, like, making him slow down a bit. Be like, really? Like, So, I assume, Aiden, you're about to tell him about the, the demon mold winery. Maybe. Okay. Give me a... I'm going to say persuasion. All right. Uh... So that's the 20... Okay. Uh, plus one. So he's like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I know the place where you're talking, but wasn't that place like haunted or something? Well, it was, but then uh, I heard that a group of um, amazing adventurers. Amazing, handsome, that place intelligent, out. just generally overall wonderful. Da da yeah. All of those things okay. and more. Also a little bit cocky. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i don't know are, we, are is that something you're interested in it might be it might be what, what would what would this uh information be worth do you think he slides another pint towards uh, you like he, he he's clearly trying to get a couple in you <laughs> no one ever uses that expression well, uh, to describe alcohol drop <laughs> I mean I know you're not really a drinker no I'm not I'm just gonna put it out out there on the table he is trying to get alcohol into you not penis 
That's not what I was implying. Oh. I'm just saying. Well, there's the there's the episode title. <laughs> I was I wasn't necessarily saying it was that, Josh. But I mean, if you had to go there, I didn't know where you oh, were going. No, you think it's did. weird that That's you're the, the more unwholesome one on these than I am, Josh? Oh, anyway. I'm, I'm less pickled of us uh, two, yes. So, so, back to our negotiation. Um, I mean, what would 500 uh, gold pieces? G- give me another persuasion. 500 gold pieces? You guys start high. It's negotiating. Uh, oh, it's 11? Confusing. <laughs> Well, Dicebot's uh, been my friend today. <laughs> He's like, look, I- I'm going to level with you, man. I don't have 500 now. You draw me a map. I'll give you... I- I've got, like, 200 gold pieces right now. I will pay you the rest. When I get the wine. All right. All right, uh, I draw my map to the place and with as much detail as I can provide. I'll, I'll let you have that one because you're going to take your time. Uh, he then hands you a bag of 200 gold pieces. <laughs> All right, thank you. Wow. And I, tur- I turn to Amy and I'm like, see, he's going to pay me the 500. He didn't even negotiate. And I'm just like slightly mouth agape. Just like shaking my head, and I just spin. I'd like get up off the bar stool and spin around. And if Amy was a smoker, she'd smoke a cigarette right now, but she's not. So she just she lets hand on her. Yeah, so, something. She wishes she were a smoker in moments like this because woof, that well, that was impressive. This, you could have a pipe and tobacco. That's all right. After you see somebody get a couple in them like that, you know, you just have to have a cigarette. <laughs> you know, smoke uh, afterwards, please. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. Get a couple might... in you. All right. <laughs> you know, after you put it that way, I might need a drag after you. I, I am so thrown right now. Um... <laughs> Val, I assume you're getting close and and are going to restore some level of sanity to this. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you told me that sanity was optional, especially given my patrons. I did, so. yes. <laughs> so I will go into Why So Serious and... Uh, and uh, hello, darling. With... Yeah, hello. Uh, I'm told I have to go to this fancy party against my better judgment or will. So I am in need of clothes. We can definitely help you out there, my friend. Um, when we say fancy party, what are we talking here? Bar mitzvah? Christening? Uh, <laughs> Neither of those religious ceremonies probably exist in this world, but, you know. Yeah, it's definitely They're a quinceanera. La Raguiz place. <gasps> You're going to see... I can definitely help you out. Now, look, let me measure you. And she pulls out the um, the measuring tape thing and just, like, cracks it a couple of times. All right. Do do what you got to do. 
Um, are you going to be wearing the breastplate while you do this? Uh, yes. Excellent. So she, she understands that you're wanting to wear the breastplate under the clothes and she's, you know, she's measuring you across the shoulders and there's definitely a, like, you can definitely feel hands across and she's like, okay, about that wide. Okay. Measures you around the neck, like looking you directly in the eyes as she does it. She's a bit, maybe too close for comfort, but you know, it's just how she is. Measures, you know, shoulder to foot tip. Looks up at you and says, Look, and how does Sir dress? Well, like nothing in here. So I'm looking for something that makes me look like a proper military commander in dress uniform. That's that's a great detail. Um, now, for people who don't understand the expression, on which side does one, does Sir dress? Um, <laughs> sorry, I could dress gonna... on every side. Wait, am I the only one that knows this? <laughs> no, apparently you and I are the only ones that know this. I don't, I mean, I shouldn't be the one that knows this for the record. You shouldn't. <laughs> okay. Right leg or left leg? Pardon? I'll just leave some room in the middle. Ah. Uh. And on that note, she is able to whip up a very respectable look. I mean, she, she like gives you a couple of like designs, like she sketches them out, shows you a few different like, you know, colors. Like she says, look, we could go red and match the skin or we could go a different color and maybe go for a contrast. How are you feeling? I mean, you've got that beautiful copper skin, black. We can go with black. We can look at that. So she knocks up a very, (laughs) well, you're a copper. I'll give her a stare. No, I oh. am brass. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Well, you should be able to brazen this oh, one out, sure. We all just look alike to you. I understand. We're all just shiny yellow metal people. Got it. Look. Shiny Let's get this done. People. We don't want this to drag on. Um, right. Uh, I'm not proud. So, so yeah, very quickly, black. she is able to wreath you in black clothing. Um, it's not quite a cotton, uh, and it's, it's definitely not a satin because she understands you're going for a bit of a martial look. So it is a very, very fine kind of wool. Um, it is yeah. reasonably thin, so you can definitely, you, you don't feel restricted by it. And, uh, it does, the way she's cut the shoulders and, and the, and the neck, it, it definitely hides the fact that you're wearing a breastplate underneath. She also puts like a gold sash from right shoulder down to the left hip and provides you with a small set of white leather kid gloves. Any chance these gloves come in black? Of course. This is a very well-stocked tailor. She's good at what she does. It's not a matter of skill. I'm just saying she seems to have everything. She's the only tailor. We're playing. We're playing a fictional game. Suspend your disbelief, Ethan. (laughs) Look, man. Suspend your disbelief for a second. All right. (laughs) Fine. Okay. We know. Gary uh, Gary's still doing one push-ups. More, one more thing, madam. Of course. Um, Anything for you. Well, let's not get too forward. Uh, perhaps a gentleman feels uh, underdressed without, I don't know, 
some sort of accoutrement, and I plan on accessorizing my outfit with a pair of uh, push daggers. And if you're not familiar with the term, I can she gives you a wink. Draw with my finger. All right. Where so, does her uh, wish to have with, these hidden? Preferably somewhere either underneath my sleeves or as an integral part of the sleeve, so they can be easily retrieved. What about this? And she draws All quickly, right. like a an elaborate looking belt where you could potentially have them like kind of sheathed away at the front and just pull them and just have them ready to go. I like how you're going with that. Let's do that. It may look a little awkward if you go for them in public, but if things have got to that kind of evening, well, a little awkward, well... Ma'am, it's always awkward when you go for it in public. <laughs> I this has been okay. a strange episode. This has been a good episode. <laughs> for everyone concerned, I think, yes. <laughs> yep. We need some kind of adventure to take our minds off of <laughs> the adventure. This film we're doing. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, madam, how much can I pay you for your services? And then we'll talk about clothing. Anyway. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> Got you guys I'm doing so many push-ups. <laughs> she she oh. loosens her corset maybe slightly, like a. Mm. Um. I don't remember what I charged everyone else. <laughs> 40. <laughs> Very good. That is exactly what she charges you. Uh, I will gladly pay 40. Uh, not a problem, sir. Let me wrap this up for you. So, so she's able to, you know, get this all done. And she, she again, the bag, the, the wrapping, the flower on the top, and a small card that just says, call me, Daphne. <laughs> well, they don't have phones, so it says, just come by any time. Daphne. Yeah, I was gonna say it says like call, like what, how? <laughs> you just stand outside and call Daphne. <laughs> Daphne! Sorry, but, sorry, but a little barkeep called Gwenty has my has my heart right now, so Aww. I don't know. If I, can I, you up on I wasn't thinking that high, darling. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Val hurriedly retreats the hell out of that stool. <laughs> well, I've been in the muck before. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> she gives you a wink. <laughs> We need some kind of adventure soon. Very good. Well, <laughs> it's been week. like twelve hours. It's been like eight hours, and Gary hasn't had an adventure. <laughs> He's feeling withdrawal, is he? Well, what, what does Gary, what does Gary want to do? Adventure. He does cool monk <laughs> shit. Okay, okay. I mean, you, you could go maybe catch up catch up with your brother Larry. I mean, no. Okay, fuck that adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could go physically assault Larry. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. I'm sad now because um, he was based on someone you know Ethan thanks okay so I'm going to say the next few days pass reasonably quickly and you guys find yourself outside the manor and hopefully that map flow yeah, there we go and you guys find yourself outside the manor of Baron Larigoy and we will be catching up with that next week. Yay! Hooray! Um, be sorry for all the dick jokes, everybody. <laughs> I wasn't sorry about any of them. <laughs> oh, I'm. I am. I'm just I am apologizing sorry. to our audience. The, you know, the three people who listen to our podcast and have <laughs> kept up with our adventures. Sorry oh, about it, folks. On that note, I do want to say thank you very much to um, 
uh, Shenanigans, who left us a, a lovely, lovely review. And Gary, she specifically singled... Well, Ethan, I should say, she specifically singled out Gary as her favourite character. Aww. Well, yeah, obviously. Look Aww. who you're talking to. <laughs> because he's modest and, yeah. and humble. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, guys, we'll leave it there, but I'll see everyone next week. Bye! Yay! Bye, Bye everybody. Bye! Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network and was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblocks. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at nerdypeoplednd. Thanks and take care of yourselves. Cheers.